This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special outside edition <laughs> of Conversations. Andrea, how you doing? I'm uh, okay. <laughs> All right. As usual. We um, are outside I see you, right oh, now. Do you, did you get yogurt? Oh, yep, you did. Yeah. You got yogurt on the mic because you I brought some food. I always have food, and that's the grossest thing. But have you heard about this new, what is it, ASMR or whatever, where people listen to people eating? Are you just now getting on the internet? Yeah. yeah, you know me. I'm always kind of behind. <laughs> yes, I have heard of ASMR. It's where people talk like this, and yes. sometimes their voices. Or they'll eat. They'll eat. They'll crinkle stuff. Ooh, it's so or they'll gross. Have paper that just kind of goes like you this. Who's really into it? Who? Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Some people Maybe apparently. So she can turn noises. They say that the, that it triggers something in their brain, and um, some people it helps them go to sleep. Yeah. Do you have any sounds that you just really love? Mm, I can't think of any sounds I really love. I know. There are certain textures. If I touch them, I get real weirded out. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't like. That I don't like. I mean, I don't See, know. If I, I always have any... like the sound of heels on concrete. I always think that sounds really good. I don't know why. <laughs> really, it is weird. Here, I know. I'm a weird person. To your mouth. There you go. That, I'm usually so you. much louder than you. I'm trying to offset my <laughs> my loud voice. We'll fix it in post. No, we uh. won't. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, we would never, <laughs> no. and you won't. <laughs> I, I will slightly adjust levels, okay. um, depending on how fast I have to edit this. Um, so let's see. Uh, today we are recording this on oh, the In and Out on a Tuesday, day mm-hmm. after Memorial Day. Did you do anything fun on Memorial Day? I worked. Yeah, me too. I worked. Yeah. Um, so I've been lawnmower shopping, mm. but it turns out my mom's getting the new one, and I'm getting the hand-me-down. <laughs> so. So your mom was lawnmower shopping, and you were just uh, well. I thought it was going to be for me originally because she and I have been like l- lugging it back and forth, her riding mower. Um, so that's been really inconvenient mm. and annoying. And mm. we just fight constantly trying to load it into the trailer because she has to back <laughs> it up and like get the hitch and everything. Yeah, and it turns out if you just have one mower at your property, that's... Well, also, she use. can't hear. So she, you know, I'll be like, move this way. And she's like, what? What? So it's just a sight to see. Honey. Oh my gosh, we're such a mess. So she got a new mower and I got the old one. All right, well, you know what? It's new to you. It's a zero turn. It's awesome. Oh, it's a riding. That's true. You've got a lot more property though. You you need a a big riding one. I'm out in the country. But I usually mow her yard too. Hmm. So I'll get to use it. How much yogurt did you get everywhere? How are you? I don't know how I got it. We just keep finding more. Everywhere. I, I am a child. When you're not watching Vera, you have to watch me. I know. So, so we're recording outside today, back behind the station uh, at the, picnic, the WKYT picnic table. You know, this is actually going to be really consistent because we recorded the podcast with Adam out here. Exactly. So this is, uh, you're about to listen to an interview with Mr. Adam Berniston. We were lucky enough to catch him filling in one morning for uh, Jim Caldwell. Although, as you pointed out, he kind of got the short shrift because uh, we were interviewing him while I was holding my daughter. She wasn't feeling good that no, day. No, she wasn't feeling. I, I, she had to stay home from daycare with daddy, um, so I had to call into work. And but I, um, I had to. The night before, I'd driven station vehicle home because it was the election, and um, you were tired. I was tired. Yeah, been down at the Herald Leader, and so that was uh, cool doing election coverage with that. But the next day, they needed the the vehicle back here you should have felt great after I, the feedback you got online for the the segment of you covering the yeah the it election did, it did okay uh people lack them some victor puente so normally i would just you know come to work the next morning drive my vehicle in and it'd be fine but the little girl was sick so then i had to um bring the vehicle back bring a 
sick child with me. So she, her her poor head. It was I could feel her fever, and that just breaks my heart. Yeah, well, she'd got some vaccines. Um, I guess two weeks, a week, ten days oh. before, and they basically told us they wanted us, you know, a week from now. Sick. Yeah, ten days from now, she might feel bad. I so that's what happened. My meemaw used to always say, "If I could take the hurt, I would." <laughs> and that's what I was thinking because I really didn't kind of feel that way. I was like, "Oh, I wish I could just take oh, it." I don't for know. Her. I looked at her. I was like, "Man, that's rough, kid. I don't know if I want that." <laughs> that's for you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sucks to suck. <laughs> but she's she's good now. Um, and she's, yeah, just walking around. I call it towering over the other kids in her around. class. Yeah. She's getting ready to move up to the next, the next level, which she's too big for the kids she's in now. But the other kids, I look at some of them and I go, well, they're, they're way bigger than she is. But she's also, the doctor told us she was petite. Oh, she is. Yeah. Well, you're not. And neither is Mandy. Yeah. I don't quite get it. My mom's really short. Hmm. Skipped a generation. Yeah. Maybe that's where it came from. But yeah, so she's gonna be doing all right, and uh, you know, Mandy's obviously every milestone. She's just, she's just one step away from walking out of her life. Oh my gosh, so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we got going on, and uh, but yeah, so during this, you you will hear um, some occasional babbles. Uh, you know, as Vera makes her first podcast appearance. Part of me wishes I had a kid purely for the fact that I could get out of stuff so much easier. Oh, it's so nice. See, I mean, you can a lot always of blame it on the just kid. Just because. You know, you really, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, I call it the production. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. let's begin the production, taking her places. But, yeah, it's also nice to be like, oh, I got to take care of the kids. Yeah, because when you're young, you can blame it on your parents. Just be like, they said, no, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. come. But, like, at my age, with no children, I have no excuse not to you do things. you got your dog. Let's be honest. I have no life. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, you watched Iron Man. Let's talk about that. I did. I loved your it. Your first Marvel movie. Oh, my gosh. It was a good one. I think that was a good first movie for sure. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was so painfully attractive in that movie. Did you stick around for the after credits with Samuel L. Jackson? No. Oh, okay. Well. You didn't tell me. You have I'm to sorry. tell me these so things. So that's the thing with Marvel movies, especially all of them. Up through Endgame. Endgame did not have one. But um, Marvel movies, they have this thing where after the credits are over, there's a little stinger. It's usually maybe like a minute, minute mm-hmm. and a half long. And in that one... Um, Tony Stark is at home, and all of a sudden his lights kind of flicker, and in walks, because his security system gets messed with, in walks Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. He's mm. like, I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. And that's what sets off Nice. Everything. So that's, um, you know. Now, does does Stan Lee make an appearance in every Marvel movie? He does. He does? Okay, yes. well, I definitely saw his. was pretty obvious in this one. He was Hugh Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's adorable. something to look forward to. Um, I think I'm going to have to let you borrow my Blu-ray player so you can watch the rest of them. I know. Because I did bring in a stack, and uh, you have no way to watch them, which is something. (laughs) Or maybe if I just see a cheap Blu-ray player at Bargain Hunt for like 15 bucks, I might just pick you one up. Oh, don't do that. I can find my own. Well, but you're just going to need one for life in general. I guess. I don't... I've told you. That's true. Maybe not. You you know what? You've got by so far without it. I know. Just fine. I mean, obviously, I'm really behind. I'm only just now hearing about ASMR or whatever. Like, I just catch up to things a little later than everyone else. How did you hear? Where did the ASMR stuff come from? So I listened to this other podcast. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the comedy special, um, The Elder Millennial, but it's Eliza Eliza, Schlesinger. And uh, she has a podcast called Ask Eliza Anything, and she loves it. She does it all the time. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But anytime she takes like a sip of something, she's like, I'm going to go, never mind. You'll just have to listen to her podcast. As I just realized that our podcast can't say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, we try to be family friendly, especially considering we represent WKYT. It That's seems right. like a bad idea to go rattling off um, whatever you're about to do there. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But. Well, before we get in, uh, in trouble... 
Let's uh, let's go to our interview with Mr. Adam Berniston. Good thinking. It's and a quick one. I didn't realize how fast it was, but he he had to go. Um, do the news. He had to go do the news, and uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to keep the little one out in the weather too long. Yeah, but, uh, and we've got a game on the other side. I'm so excited. We do another game. Um, I'm very interested to see how this plays out. Oh gosh. But uh, here is our interview with Mr. Adam Berniston. Hello, everyone. We are here with Mr. Adam Berniston. Andrea, how you doing? I'm good. I'm holding your baby, and I'm so happy. <laughs> You are holding my baby. It's a special episode where we are recording this outside. Adam, yeah. how you doing? It's going good. Appropriate that we're outside when you're doing a meteorologist. That's Beautiful true. day, too. I mean, can't beat this weather. Yeah, for those unaware, uh, we were outside on the, the, the picnic table. I had to, I'm sure we'll get into it at some point, uh, Andrea, and I, when we shoot our ins and outs. But um, I'm taking care of a, a sick daughter today, but she's, uh, she's feeling better. But she's with me as we record this. Um, Adam has met her before. I've seen her a couple times, but yes. it's only been for short periods when she's been in and out of the newsroom. We'll try to limit the baby talk, uh, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> ex- except for uh, Andrea. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, Adam, you just said something about today being a pretty day. I always ask Jim this. When it's gross outside, are people meaner to you? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say generally people aren't as happy with our forecast whenever we're, uh, it's raining all day, kind of raining all week. Uh, we usually don't, I mean, me personally, we haven't gotten too many, uh, like hateful tweets or anything, but no, you've gotten some very loving tweets here recently. So have you, Victor, <laughs> even though there's not really nothing, you, you know, you are just, right, uh, exactly forecasting the weather. You're not, you're not causing it yeah. as far as we know. A lot of people wish we could probably change the weather, but, uh, unfortunately no control over it. I think it's all just like an attempt to say hi and not be awkward is like, Oh, when are you going to get rid of this rain? You know, yeah. I think they just want to like acknowledge that they know. Yeah, you. I guess it is like, it's like an awkward opening, you know, when a guy hits right. on a woman, it's just, it's, you know, it's canned. Oh, you know nothing about that, do you? <laughs> no, no, well, not, not for a long time. Neither of you two, so much game. <laughs> uh, Adam, so how did you get started in the industry? You're from Indiana? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Indiana, kind of northeast side around uh, Fort Wayne area, if anyone knows there. And then I went to uh, college at Ball State University, which is down in Muncie, Indiana, just south of there. So I've been in Indiana Indiana most of my life. Um, But then pretty much after college, I went for meteorology, got my degree in specifically that, and then um, another degree as well. But after out of college, I got my first job in meteorology all the way down in Louisiana. So I had quite a bit of a travel for my first job, but it was so fun being in Louisiana, kind of getting different experience of uh, weather is just, just because. All, is it just warm down there all the time? Is that oh, pretty yeah. much? Yeah. I mean, it, there's not really, like here in Kentucky, spring and summer, even fall, we have severe weather seasons. Down there, you can always have severe weather. Then you also have the hurricanes, and just flooding is a big problem down there as well. So it's a lot different climate, but at the same time, there's a lot of similarities that I could use with uh, my expertise so <laughs> I'm so impressed by how focused you've been because Vera is such a good distraction and such a cutie. So let's talk about what made you want to get into meteorology in the beginning. Was this always your dream job? I mean, everyone always has the story of when they were kids, they always thought that, like they wanted to be a meteorology. I didn't necessarily have that idea whenever I was a kid. Um, in fact, I always wanted to be an engineer for a while whenever I was a kid. I was always interested in weather. Like we, where I grew up, it was out in the country. We had cornfields all around us, what Indiana's known for. Uh, but So, so we had exciting. Good, <laughs> right, exactly. But we had good viewing all around our house. I could see for miles. So I, I do remember always being outside when there were thunderstorms around. Um, and there was one story in, in particular that I always think back to of just watching out a back window of a thunderstorm and a lightning bolt 
hit our swing set that was in the backyard and literally just split it into pieces all over our property. And you saw it? And I saw it, or I was right there by the window when the lightning bolt struck. And it was probably only a couple hundred feet out the back of our window. So just the reverb from the thunder and it like shook the windows. It kind of terrified me, but looking back on it, it was super cool. That is cool. <laughs> it was super cool. Um, lightning struck, literally, and gave him a career. Well, but that's the thing, though. You mentioned about being an engineer. If you're into science and stuff, yeah. I mean, uh, being a meteorologist, is, is you get to right. use all that. Yeah, I was always uh, fascinated like by science stuff. And uh, even if you follow me on Twitter or anything, I always uh, get super excited about even NASA, space. whenever that space. that stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. SpaceX, any launches, I'm super into that. That's pretty much it. Besides weather, geeking out about weather, I geek out so much about uh, anything space-related. When I was a producer, my old co-anchor was obsessed with space stories, and they do nothing for me. You know what I mean? So sometimes when I was, like, stacking the shows, I'd be like, there are people that care about this stuff. <laughs> right. one of them. Yeah. And I know Gene Burke was obsessed with it. Now, were you, I know you kind of enjoy the whole storm chasing thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Storm chasing is super fun. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of people that do it uh, out on the plains where the, it gets really bad. But in college, um, we actually had a program where it was a class of storm chasing. So we literally spent two weeks out wherever. We pretty much forecast for severe weather. We'd go to that location and then chase any of the storms that were around and even uh, get set for the next day. So we were literally staying in whatever hotel, whatever city we were in close to that day. Uh, we traveled all the way south to northern Panhandle, Texas. We went through uh, Colorado and even as far north as uh, South Dakota. So we were pretty much all over the plains for this tornado chase or storm chase trip. And we did see some tornadoes uh, on the trip as well. Doing something like that, I mean, how do you stay safe? Yeah, so uh, obviously with it being a school organization, we were we took a lot of more safety precautions than what you would typically see, some storm chase videos, all the extreme stuff. Um, on the days we did see tornadoes, I mean, we are always at a safe distance, and just having an expertise in meteorology, we obviously know, like, safe areas. Because with typically tornadic storms, um, there are areas where you can kind of follow along with it while still being in safe locations. I was going to say, you can also um, kind of tell what direction it's heading. Right, and yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, we we have radar, and we uh, whenever we were on this class trip, uh, we pretty much had teams. Someone was looking at radar. Someone actually had, like, maps, like physical <laughs> maps that uh, we would use back in the day. So Kids, that's what we used to do. <laughs> back in the right. day. Because a lot of times where we were out in the plains, too, you don't really have cell reception, so you couldn't rely on Google Maps to find you uh, the safest route out there in the plains. So we would have uh, physical maps and actually, like, plan out. We have a road coming up here on the right. We need to take it, and then it left. So... It was a it was a whole team effort, but it was so good and such an experience to be able to just forecast and actually see those forecasts verify too with severe weather. Were you at all influenced by the movie Twister? Because I feel oh, like that yeah. created a I mean, whole generation of if, meteorologists right, and storm chasers. Right. If there's a meteorologist out there that wasn't at least inspired a little bit by Twister, <laughs> there may be something wrong. Just because that's the I mean that's an iconic movie for all meteorology. Obviously, there's some <laughs> things in the movie that we always make fun of just because it's not. Uh, totally accurate, but you know it's always with movies. Everything's possible, right? In, in a movie, <laughs> you mean the, the live cow flying through the yeah, air? Yeah, the that, live that cow, was... the 
trying to tie down to some pipes in the ground. Oh yeah, the pipes <laughs> with the belt. That's what that was. <laughs> you've just ruined my plan. If I ever found myself in a tornado, that's I mean, what I was going to do. You can try it, I guess, but uh, <laughs> probably just be cut in half. Is what you're saying. <laughs> might not be the best to be in a old barn. Yeah. With a tornado coming over you. Okay, I can see that. So <laughs> when you started here, you um, the, was the, the, you were at the morning shift right off the bat. Was that? Yeah. So whenever I started at here at KYT, uh, it's just oh, been over two years mean. now. Um, I, I've been doing the weekend morning shift uh, for those two years. And, you were uh, stuck with me for a while. Stuck with you and uh, a couple other co-anchors that we had throughout those was two Michelle years, Was Michelle here too. when you first got here? Michelle was here whenever we, I first started. Uh, one of my, my, my mom actually just shared a post with uh, that first crew. Oh, yeah. Aww. It had Emily Arroyo, you, say, Michelle. Um, and then we kind of obviously switched teams and stuff around Emily on left, weekends. And then but, Michelle became Lauren, and then Lauren left. And but, yeah, now – I'm eventually going to move, be moving to weekend evenings. Um, I've been doing doubles on weekends for a while while we kind of transition between new roles within the weather department. So, so what, what's been some of your highlights, you know, covering weather in Kentucky? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Kentucky's very interesting because obviously the hills and the mountains down in southeast Kentucky make it uh, kind of interesting. Um, because uh, in my role too, obviously I work in the meteorology as on on air meteorologist, but I also get a report um, some of my time too. So I always get to do cover stories on flooding, tornado damage that we've had uh, before, even thunderstorm damage. Um, so it's always interesting, kind of being able to not only forecast weather, tell it to the community, but then also kind of see impacts that weather can bring. And I think it gives me a good. Um, kind of a good idea of what we can what areas kind of are impacted the most because i get to go to those areas i was gonna say it also hand. helps at, yeah as a meteorologist you're not just talking about areas that you've never been to and whenever you're saying like you know this is happening here there's right. a chance that you've been down there right so okay. um but yeah i mean kentucky makes it super interesting especially during winter because we're right on that line between if we get ice snow or just rain so. we get all the seasons i guess that's the other thing as a yeah. meteorologist you get to Right. You know, we're gonna, it's going to be in the 90s coming up. Yeah. And then. Yeah, we get a little bit of everything here in Kentucky. Now, I know we asked Phil about this, but you and Phil Pendleton took a trip to cover. Was it yes. Irma? What yeah. So I've taken a couple trips um, in my time here. One was for Irma, which was down in Florida. I traveled down there with uh, someone from our sister station, kind of covering the aftermath of it. Um, and also just kind of getting that Kentucky, how they were coming up to help or coming down there to help. And then we also, with Phil, um, we went out to North Carolina for a hurricane coverage uh, while it was happening in Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, one of our sister stations out there we helped with, and we got to go to the coast and kind of see that damage firsthand and just kind of tell those stories again about Kentuckians going out there. But uh, that's always been – that was a kind of exciting uh, experience that I got to – do too just because say, which as, as a meteorologist right. get to cover that kind of those big events that's right. kind of what you're yeah. for yeah were you surprised by how much passion like the average viewer has for weather because that shocked right. me when i first got <laughs> in this industry it's like people watch for weather yeah it is kind of shocking it, it i still even am always amazed to think how many probably viewers we have um just because being in the studio you're just in front of cameras and you don't actually 
have a big audience in front of you. But it is uh, it is kind of nice and <laughs> surprising how many people are just so enthused with the weather around here. And it's great for us, too, as meteorologists, because that means we get a lot of pictures of any events that are happening. And that even helps us, uh, we always say, kind of get a ground truth with storms. So because we only have a view of the radar and sometimes viewers can even help out if they get pictures of either damage after the storms and just let us know what's happening out yeah. there on the ground. And Here. people don't know that like we design our shows around weather to keep right. people watching. <laughs> like, I mean, that's how important it is. Yeah, because you know, people say, say they have it, the news on in the background. Sometimes people put it on mm -hmm. while they're getting ready doing their day and then suddenly they hear the weather come on and it's like, okay, let me go in and watch. And that's, that's, the, that's how important it is to people. That's how important we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just here to facilitate the time between the weather. Yeah, exactly, between weather and sports. But so, so that's kind of, I guess, a, a bonus of your shift is not only do you get to do the weather, but you also get to go out and tell stories. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I don't know, I mean, that, yeah. that has, its, has its pluses and minuses, but it yeah, it's, it's definitely been fun being able to tell the stories of people being impacted either by the storms or just being able to see the impacts from storms that they create just because, uh, obviously, Mother Nature, very powerful. So sometimes it's hard to kind of grasp what's happening out there in the real world without actually seeing it firsthand. So it's... It's been an experience. I've been super glad about it. <laughs> you have a guest star in your... I'm very excited about weather. You have the best sound effects in your <laughs> podcast, for sure. A little coos and... So, outside of... Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was just... She's, she's enjoying these microphone cables, too. <laughs> uh, outside of weather, what all are you into? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, space was one. We already talked about that. But uh, as far as hobbies, um, I like to get outdoors. I mean, just being outdoors is fun. We... Uh, own horses male my wife and I so she rides and take care of we take care of a horse farm boarding farm and uh, other than that I mean personally I like to cycle I like to ride bikes kind of just down the legacy trail here in Lexington that's been nice and then I was really into uh, ultimate frisbee in college I played a little bit oh a little and frisbee then, bro no. <laughs> and then I'm also I'm so bad at that it's so hard <laughs> and then I'm getting I'm, I'm gonna try to get into a little bit of disc golf just because I was I really like are those uh, not the same thing? No. It's, a, like back it's like a sport. Whereas disc golf, disc is, golf like, is like... That's what I tried. Because like you have to get in a little form chain. Of golf. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's disc golf. There's supposedly oh. some really good disc golf yeah. courses in Lexington. There are a lot. And we even have one... Yeah, there's. I mean, there's tons out there in Kentucky that I've seen. A couple good ones in Lexington, too. But So that's one. I'll try it out. See I think if there's I'm, a good one at Lake Reba in Richmond, if you ever want to go out there. And Lake Reba is really pretty, so if you want to go explore. Yeah, I, mean, I do like getting outdoors. And I've been down to the gorge a couple times for stories. Haven't been there often just to enjoy it myself. But uh, I just, yeah, outdoor, anything outdoors is always prime. All right, good times, Adam. Well, anything you'd like to say before we wrap up here? We know you've got a, you've got some yeah. uh, weather to go. Yeah, we got some cover. more shows to. I got to get back to and get prepared for. So. That's the other thing. I guess a lot of people don't realize all those graphics and everything that pops oh, yeah. up that you all refer to. You all do that yourself. Yeah, yeah. We make all the graphics you see on air, um, update them. And a lot of times, too, people are surprised. So we don't have a prompter that we read off. So yeah. we don't have, like, a script that we're just reading a story from. We're actually uh, uh, just – it's almost – I always explain it's almost like a PowerPoint. We use graphics to kind of tell our weather story, and we use them as tools to kind of be able to uh, – uh, just tell what's happening in the weather. So it's, it is kind of interesting, and being in front of the green screen took some time to get used to at first, but now it's just second nature to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say we may have to have you as a repeat guest because we were not giving it our all. We were so distracted by Vera, <laughs> and I know you. we would have so much fun if we could just sit and focus oh, and talk always. to you, but you will have yeah. to come back at some point so that we can give this a little, do a little more justice for Adam Berniston. 
Sure. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Distracted. Oh, oh no, it's because Vera's of first you, podcast baby. Yeah, Look, Vera. So so I'm just glad I got to do it with Vera. There you go. Spe- I was going to say how many other too. people got to do their podcast yeah. with Vera. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. What, what was it like um, just adjusting to all the, the people in the, the newsroom? I mean, as far as uh, whenever, because part of uh, your show is you know interacting with the anchors, and then you have different. Different people, you got to, some people are real chatty, some people are just kind of like, all right, thanks, Adam, right. move on. I guess, what was that like? Yeah, it is uh, interesting kind of learning how the anchors are for the shows, just because, like you said, I mean, some anchors will talk more, some will talk less, kind of talking about weather-wise. Um, but, I mean, you kind of get used to it in the weather world. We'll kind of just uh, prepare, and uh, it's, it's a lot of, we're, like I said, not using script. We're kind of good at ad-libbing a lot of times with our weather, so... Um, and just this morning, I had to uh, do a little bit of ad lib for uh, our show because we had some technical sometimes. difficulties. No video, no video, nothing was working. Like the whole yeah. overdrive. Was it because Jeff sneezed on it? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no that was the, a separate just incident. Overdrive. Something tech, technical happened. And so I had to do about a five minute weather to open, <laughs> right. it, to open up the 4:30. show. At 4.30, I mean, that's our easing into the, you know. That's something else people may not realize. If you ever see the weatherman just talking for a long yeah. time and it's, not, and it's not severe weather. <laughs> if it's severe weather, it's, it's earned. But sometimes right. when it's just like, oh, something went wrong, a story didn't show up. Uh, Adam, Chris, you yeah, know, whoever's down there, just stretch. Uh, you know, you get an extra two minutes suddenly. Just talk. We're always the backup for producers whenever we need to uh, fill time. So. Oh, Shamelessly, I used to do that. I'd be like, Shane, you got five minutes for weather. We also, whenever um, we would work together on the weekends, occasionally I'd get messages, people telling me I was being, yep, that's what they'd say. They'd say I was being mean to Adam. (laughs) You know that? Same thing. People are always telling me that I'm mean to Adam. Like, there was one lady who came at me hard. I do I, I, I forced Adam. I was like, please defend me. She's never going to listen to me. She hates me. He's yeah. just such a teddy bear. And I, think, I know. Yeah. We just joke around, and I think some people probably take it more seriously. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> he doesn't I, I, joke as hard as us. That's the other thing, yeah. He, he doesn't normally give it back. He just kind of takes it. He's right. like, all right, guys, that's cool. <laughs> and so then people just see us being mean to him, and they, you know. Yeah. Have you filled out on every show now? Uh. Yeah, yeah. You've done about, every yeah. show. I, yeah. done I was just show. thinking, you're one of the few people that and probably... Yeah, coming up over the next few weeks, I'll be doing every show within a few-week time period just because uh, we're in between some people and people are taking vacations, so... Low man on the totem pole. Yeah, it's okay. Well, Adam, you're doing a good job. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you. Well, there it was, Andrea. What would you think of that? Why do you always ask me? Why can't I ask you? Okay, ask me. There it is, Victor. What'd you think about it? I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Adam's such a gentleman. What a good guy. What a good guy. He is. is well, he's, he's my desk mate. We sit right next to each other. And, That's true. You know, he was my um, meteorologist whenever I anchored the weekend morning show. You all so. had good chemistry. That was. We a did. Good we team. get along real well. So I, I, you know, as far as people here at the station, he's probably one of my favorites. And like I said, we may have to bring him back eventually and do him a little better justice. <laughs> uh, you know what? He he got the he got he the did first so appearance. Good. Yeah, it's like you know. He kept it concise. He, he may be back on at some point, but I feel like we got what we needed. <laughs> He's really not that complicated. <laughs> no, Let's be honest. Adam, will, uh, well, I want to involve him in some games one time. You know, Ooh, we've, yeah. got something, we've got stuff coming up. He's so sweet. That's why we get in trouble when we're mean to him. Well, that's the thing. So people <laughs> will see us picking on him. Like, you, you all need to stop picking. And it's not like Jim. Where Jim, they see us pick on him. What they don't see is the behind the scenes. Right. Where he just gives it back. Sometimes even worse. Right. But Adam's not like that. Adam's just kind of like, hmm, all right, yeah. We'll but he play. appreciates it. I but don't think it, it. Yeah, I think what he's if in he on goes the joke. Home and cries? No, I'd, well, <laughs> I think you would let me know. know. 
I feel like he's in on the joke, but sometimes people watching that don't see that. And so, yeah, right. we would get emails occasionally, me, me and Lauren picking on Adam and being Same. mean to him. And it's like, oh, well, that's just kind of how I am with my friends. Me too. Yeah. I show love through hate. Exactly. Like, you know, my friends I pick and on and people I don't like, I generally just ignore. Same. Exact same. Yeah. So, yeah, if I'm, you know, if I'm picking on somebody. That's it's, why we get along. There you go. All right. Game time. All right. Game time. So, uh, I'm trying to come up with a good name for this game. I don't have one yet, but I'm just going to call it, You Read This. I so, did? I'm going to present oh, gosh. three different uh, stories that you read. Oh, no. I'm going to leave a part blank, and oh, you need no. to fill in the, the, the part that's missing. Oh, if you get two out of three right, thing. then I'll consider that a win. It's like, wait, wait, don't tell me. It kind of is, except you already read this. That's the point of this oh, game. Gosh. It's not like I'm asking you questions that you may have... Is it heard from somewhere this morning it's they are all from yesterday morning oh gosh so wise man you didn't tell me this was coming no exactly if i told you that oh. you could have prepared for it and you know they may come in the future but all that would requires that you just pay attention to your stories so if i ever did this again i won't tell you when i feel like this is a test this isn't a game this it, is, it a, is test. a game this is a test <laughs> no this is gonna be fun Okay. All right, here we go. I've got to start doing my own games, clearly. Yeah, come up with something. This is my own fault. This is punishment for not pulling my weight. In Bourbon County, deputies are warning of a scam. They say people are claiming to be officers. They're calling people. They're asking for money and blank. iTunes gift cards. There you go. See? Yes! You're on top of that. Because that was so dumb, and if anybody believes that, come on now. Yeah, if if people are calling for iTunes... don't don't give people gift cards. Come Just on now. As a general reminder, if somebody calls for Green Dot gift cards or the IRS calls you, that's not going to happen. You'll get a letter. You get plenty of time. Yes. All right. Good job. You're one for one oh, so far. See how easy goodness. that was? I'm already nervous. All right. The University of Kentucky softball team, the World Series hopes ended this weekend after a shutout loss oh, to man. who? Uh, they were shut out for the second straight game against this team. Washington? Do you know the mascot? You know what? I'll take it. That's a win. The Washington Huskies. But you're, you're right. Good job. Yay! Yeah, two for two. Oh, my gosh. See, you're paying more attention than you realize. I go through my scripts. I've been really trying to be more diligent about that because I'm odd. Most people don't say things the way I would. <laughs> so I have to go through and kind of put it in my words. I'm with you. Sense. I'm like that. Like, things will be written correctly, but it's just not There's the way nothing. I'd say it. And that's one thing, like, when producers, you know, some take it really well, some don't. And I'm like, this is not about you. This is about me. This like, is the way I phrase things, I'm yeah. a weirdo. Like, exactly. I wouldn't say Like, when it people put way. folks in scripts, I don't say folks. Oh, no. I, I, I do sometimes, I, I switch it to people every time. Like, I, even on the read, when I, if, I, if it pops up and I miss it, I say people. I think I can pull it off. I think I can pull off folks, but I don't ever say it in normal conversation. That's my thing. I don't say it in normal conversation. Right. I think I think some people can get away. Like, if, if it's a word you use normally, then it, it sounds fine. But I feel like... You're attempting to be folksy? Right. If it's not something right. you normally say. And for some people, it really sounds bad. Like I said, I'm kind of folksy myself. I don't think you can get away so with I feel it. like I can get away with it, but when some people do it, but, not uh, that I'm better than those people, I'm probably worse than those people, which is why I can say it. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's just a matter of, of feeling natural. Yeah, um, I agree. And then, oh, hey, Hi, Ray, Ray Brown. Brown. How's it going? Hello. You're good. No, he's telling us to be quiet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, on the weekends, it used to be a game where they would try to put in as many folks as they could to try Rude. to get me to say it. Rude. You know, I caught myself saying some really annoying phrases that I hate. Yeah, I said completely destroyed yesterday. And oh, about, no. as soon as I said it, it wasn't even in the script. I just, I was, you know, sometimes you embellish a little bit. And I, I said completely destroyed. And I, I like, said oh. switching gears. I'm like, oh, mm. you're so lame, Andrea. Shut up. Yeah. I'm like, well, that if something's nothing. destroyed, then it's just like, there's no complete, well, it's not half destroyed. Right. It's destroyed or it's not. 
So it's like dead body. Yeah. Although so many people say dead body. It's not, I that think dead body me. is okay, honestly. It, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have a body and I'm alive. I guess the, the thought is theoretically all, a, all body. If it's a, a body. Person. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, alive, I get that one, but that one doesn't bother me as much as some others. That, yeah, that one. Uh, that one's kind of just nitpicky. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? You're, you're two or three so far. Let's go for I've the trifecta. Won. You've already won. But this one. So this was one of my I'm favorite really stories. I, I did it on one. Friday. So. Um, oh, this is your story. Yes. A this veteran. Will be the one I miss. A veteran honors his fallen friend over the weekend. Colin Thomas was killed in Afghanistan in 2010. Nathan Tingle, that's his friend, says he and Thomas were childhood friends. Tingle joined the Air Force. Thomas, the Navy SEALs. In past years, Tingle walked from Moorhead to Louisville in Thomas's honor. This year, he swam 86 laps at Cave Run Lake. Why is he swimming 86 laps? I know that number's significant. Yes. I'm getting confused because we had the Ruck March, which was oh, 22 yeah. miles carrying Which also pounds. important because, yeah, uh, you know, Oh, the man. VA says 22 veterans every day commit suicide, which yeah. is just horrible. Right. And so that's about getting the, the word out. And so this Memorial Day weekend, just keeping them all in mind. 86. 86. And I remember this, and I can't. Oh, no. I would get yours wrong. It's connected so to bad. his friend. Well, I know that. Was, did he die in 86? Was he 86 years old? No. I mean, he... he <laughs> 86 <laughs> infantry? I don't know. No, sorry, I was laughing at the fact... No, I, I mean, if he was 86 years old, that'd be impressive, considering this guy is the same age, and that'd be... Eight, no, that was his high school football number. That's right. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. I knew that was going to be one of those things where when I heard it, I'd be mad. But you I know am. what? Two out of three. And that was um, one of my... One of the favorite stories that I've done in a while. Um, this, this guy has previously walked from Moorhead to Louisville in honor of his friend. And uh, this past weekend, he spent... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, swim, there's a cove in Cave Run Lake next to Cave Run Dam, mm-hmm. and he spent it just swimming laps wow. in honor of his friend. Um, he hoped to do 86. He said that'd be around between 28 and 30 miles. He did the math. Mm. Um, and so he did that to get attention and to raise money for this uh, organization, um, and, that, and they give money to um, special operators who die in combat. So. I see, now here's the thing. If, I think if I had seen your version of the story instead of like a, you know, like a broken That's down true. version of the story, that would have stuck with Friday. me more. Yeah. yeah, I think if I had, um, are you sure I read that one? Yes, I made sure that all of these were ones that you had oh, read. Oh, see, because sometimes like Bill will read oh, stories and I'm like writing a headline or no, doing no, no, something I, else. and so I made sure I pulled ones that you had read. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. That's all right. I mean, you kind of remembered it. I remembered the story, but like I said, I got that 22 well, there thing was a lot going on with, with Memorial Day, and there were so many different oh, events yeah. that we were well, covering, duh, which is I awesome. I read that story yesterday. I was by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Kristen was with <laughs> you. Like, are you sure that bail? Kristen was with you. Not That's for, well, the 10 o'clock I did by myself. Hmm. But, yeah, Barb was back. You're right. I wasn't by myself most of the time. But, yeah, these are all stories you read. Dang it. But, hey, you know what? That's a good start. Two out of three. That's a like great close. game, actually. So, yeah. Like, I think if I was a news director, I would pull this out every now and then and be like, for your anchors, you know what I mean? Like, are you actually, are you reading ahead? Like, are you looking at your stories and really owning them? Mm. That's, well, but you did a good job. Thank goodness. I was so nervous. I really was nervous. (laughs) I can tell. Well, I know our, our boss listens to this. And if I didn't know the answers, he'd be like, Andrea, we need to have a discussion. (laughs) Missy? Well, I, did, I tried to not pick, like, weird, obscure stuff. Stuff yeah. that was generally, you know. And, like, remembering uh, Washington. Good job. Yeah. yeah. I spent, like I said, sports is not my forte. I know, so I, I was surprised I remembered that All one. All right. Good job on that one. Well, Andrea, uh, yeah, that's our latest game. Um, I'm going to go first with my favorite thing this week. Okay. I, I have um, 
I think I have two. I'm trying to think what was the other one. Two favorite things. Oh, yeah. Things. Yeah, two favorite it's a things. Happy Camper. The first one is a tweet by Garrett Weimer. Okay. He and Adam, I guess, on Saturday? Sunday? Is this a paper airplane? Sunday, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was National Paper Airplane Day, so they had their paper airplanes. They launched at the, from the desk. And Adam's, I guess, flew all right. But then Garrett, he goes to launch it, and it just dives straight down. Just and you hear it smack the desk, and he gets so sad. And he goes, uh, "Damon, Damon's the weekend morning producer. He's Damon. Can I can I try my other one?" And you just hear Garrett go, "Oh no, okay, all right, bye." Aww. And they just go to break, and he he kind of tries to throw a second one, but it also just falls. And Garrett. just the the sadness in his voice. I know I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, he realized how funny it was. That's why he put it out there. And so it, um, that is one of my favorite things. I have no skills at that. Paper airplane making, never had a good... And they, they switch cameras because they're expecting his, his airplane to go flying past the camera, but instead <laughs> you just see it, thunk. And so... That's awesome. That, you I know, sometimes Adam's things like don't go Captain right. Adam's like Captain America. Yeah. He's, right? I'm just, just like, oh, this guy. I look at that, boom. So that was one Good of them. everything. The second one is a party game. We went to Penny's Going Away Party Friday I night. I'm sorry I didn't get to go to that. What were you doing? Something. I think Watch, I was You were watching Iron Man. No, you're right. I was. I was such a bum that night. You texted me about Iron Man. Just nursing my poison ivy and watching uh, Iron yeah. Man with my dog. So um, I had recently got a party game um, from Amazon, but you can, you can find it lots of places. I think Barnes & Noble has it. It's called Just One. Mm-hmm. And in it, um, it plays up to seven people. One person, everybody has this little tile and a dry erase marker. And one person draws a card off the top of the stack. It's got five different things listed on it. They, they can't look at it. They show it to the rest of the people, and they pick one of the numbers, one through five. So it might be like crown. That mm-hmm. might be the word. And so then each of the other people write down a clue, one word, on their little tile while that other person is not looking. And then they all show it to each other. If any of them have written the same thing, they get canceled out. So that's where the twist is because immediately, you know, you're at Crown and suddenly people are like royalty or prince, princess, and then suddenly they hold it up and they realize, oh, we wrote the same thing. So they suddenly you've only got two clues to pick from. I think I'd be good at that. It was it was really fun. So we played it uh, twice. And uh, yeah, we had we had a really good time. I thought you and I would cancel each other out a lot because remember when we played what was that game? Code names. Code names. You and I were on the same page and then our partners kept throwing us off. Uh, Matthew Rand and I. canceled each other out a few times because mm-hmm. we we thought similarly although it worked whenever i was the one guessing because our word was manure got it well i was the one guessing and the word was manure and he wrote down biff biff from back to the future he gets covered in manure he knew that i would know it because i mean i've got like a back to the future vanity plate on my car and so, you guessed the word manure well, you so, didn't say yeah no that's the thing he wrote biff oh. somebody else had wrote um Maybe like cow, and then somebody uh, somebody else wrote something I forget. But because I saw Biff, I knew that it was manure specifically. Wow! And so that's yeah, I'm like manure, and and the, and I think somebody looked at him like Biff. What? Is it? And I was like, no, 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 that's that's what got it. See, I've never seen that movie either. You've never seen Back to the Future? No, there's so. Andrea. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll work on that. Uh, so there we go. That's those are those are my two favorite things right now. Those the, are uh, both really good. I want to play tweet, that game. And then uh, just one. I mean, I could bring it in. It's real simple. I know, but we, you have to have friends. Mm, that's true. That's the t- that's the hang up for me. I'm gonna figure out, you know, another party at some point. We do need to. Honestly, I still need to have people come over to my house, to the schoolhouse. I could do a bonfire. I'll What's the keep, address again? I'll keep pick. <laughs> shut up. I'll keep picking up branches so we can have us a good old bonfire. Yeah. All right, Andrea. Well, do you have anything that you're enjoying this week? I do actually. I just started watching a new show because Game of Thrones is over, and mm-hmm. you know we're all in a deep depression because yep. the last season was underwhelming. I will say, yes, I, I did think it was underwhelming. Didn't do the rest did you finish of the it? series. 
justice. You yes, finished I it? finally finished it. Okay. I think overall, it's still one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Yeah. Um, the ending was obviously rushed. They should have split it between before the battle with the Night King. That should have been six episodes. And then everything that happened after that, that should have been six episodes. I if mean, they'd done that. I think you could have done even more. I mean, you could have stretched out like Night King one season, yeah. Cersei one season. What's I'm saying? Danny two one six season. season. Oh, like yeah. you could have done all of those. And I think then it would have. Had more resonance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just. so disappointed. Yeah, the, the writers at that point had the plot points from George R. R. Martin, but they didn't have the, the tight, you know, character motivations. And I think that's really what. I mean, I, I'm annoyed for myself, but like, I know a lot of the cast members were upset because think about how much time they devoted to that show for it to end. So and you know HBO wanted more. They'd have been like, oh give us God. ten more seasons. Well, they said basically they offered them yeah. whatever they wanted, and they just were like, no, nope, we got other creatively. stuff to do. Yeah. Star They're Wars. They're off to make yeah, some Star Wars movies. Mm. Hopefully they don't mess those up too. Mm. People are going to boycott them. I mean, I, I, I was still pretty happy overall. Um, I wasn't. I thought it ended. Too. I just, I just think overall with the series, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It's not a happy story. You just didn't get the satisfaction. Ha- like you wanted. All right, here's some spoilers. So just um, turn it off. I mean, everybody's watched it by now. Probably. You wanted Arya to kill Cersei. That, I didn't like, want Cersei to that. die. I wanted Cersei to win. Well, okay. I guess I've, we have different heroes. <laughs> um, so that's that's the fact that that didn't happen bothered me. Um, anyway, that's my biggest complaint. I had a lot. Okay. We'll, get, we'll, like, we'll do a whole separate podcast like on this. It's like Jon Snow just randomly showing up in front of this council of people. It's like, um... I wanted to see the scene where Grey Warren walks up and like, what the heck did you do to our queen? Plus he had to, well, no, he had to tell him. That's the other thing. Jon Snow's yeah, such a good teacher. she was gone. She was gone. He could have been like, I don't know. She fell out of the window. I'm like, took uh, off. She took off on the dragon. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. technically she could still be alive. You never know. I don't She's think She's so. kind of magic. Uh, I don't think, but the, the whole series basically boils down to the Stark men being too proud and making horrible mistakes yeah. because they just can't um, suck it up. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It just, like I said, I think it had it was tied up with a bow too pretty at the end because that it seemed show, almost like there was no, like what was the point of him being the king if they just like well he's and Bran. Here's my problem. They're like, why do you think I came all this way? Is what he said when they made him the king. And I'm like, oh, if you knew that, why didn't you warn us about all the other stuff that just happened? Because then it might not have happened. Things <gasps> might not have happened the way it happened. Selfish. All right. So uh, tell us about this new show, okay. now that HBO's over. Much better. Well, or actually, that, it's kind of well, dark. Well, HBO's basically over. Okay. It's kind of dark, too. Um, it's called Dead to Me. It's got Christina Applegate. I've heard good things. Oh, my gosh. The twists in this show you do not see coming. Yeah? Okay, well. At all. Uh, I, can't, all right. I can't spoil it. Yeah, I mean, no. the first episode is like a 30-minute episode, and it's great. All right. We'll get on it. It I think took two turns that I was not expecting. I think Mandy will be... Uh, excited about it. that she really would she, she likes Christina Applegate delicious. a lot delicious alright cool well especially I'm real sad they cancelled Santa Clarita Diet because I like that I don't know what that is they apparently supposedly they ended on a cliffhanger we hadn't watched the third season yet but I don't know if I even will now Santa Clarita Diet yeah it's got Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant hmm never even heard of it uh, that's yeah. why it's cancelled yeah I guess so there you go <laughs> you needed to spread the word sooner Victor I did a bad job so okay dead to me that's the uh it's my recommendation. Your recommendation. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll look forward to that, and I'll give you a review once we start watching it. Oh, you'll love it. Mm. I'm only on episode. I just finished episode three last night. I'm trying to do like one a night. That's, that's good of you. Doable. Yeah, we're currently rewatching The Office. <sighs> Mandy had never seen it. I didn't realize. You know, we're watching at one point. And she she says something about Jim, Jim and Pam. She's like, "Do they end up getting together?" I was like, what? what? Wait. 
And I realized she had never seen it. So um, it's been very exciting for her. Have you seen the British version with Ricky Gervais? I never watched it. I know I've heard good things, but I just never, yeah. It's good. You okay. need to watch it. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Um, he, I'll consider it. I like him in spurts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, you know, we try to keep positive energy here, so that's all I'm going to. I'll leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think with that, we're pretty much done with the podcast. Anything, any words of wisdom for the week? <laughs> no. Don't come to me for words of wisdom. That's my word of wisdom. All right. Well, just ignore everything Andrea has to say and everybody. Uh, be excellent to each other. <laughs> Bye. Be best. <laughs> Bye.